Hello, my lovely mutants. Welcome to Episode 2, Season 2 of The Mutation Station, where we embrace the marvels of genetic mutations. And this week's episode is focusing on poliosis. Sounds a bit like a Harry Potter spell. Poliosis! And then your hair turns two tones, because that's what poliosis is. I'm Mish, Chief Mutant, and we're diving into a topic that's as intriguing as it is rare. Poliosis. You might not be familiar with the term, but you've definitely seen it. That striking patch of white or grey hair that stands out against the rest of the hair. People pay a lot of money at their hairdressers to get the look, but it's more than just a style statement. It's a fascinating genetic mutation. Polyosis is a condition characterised by a lack of pigment, melanin, in hair, creating those eye-catching patches. It's derived from the Greek word pileos, meaning grey, with its distinctive white or grey hair patches. It's a medical condition and stands as a remarkable example of the unique and varied expressions of the human genetic code. It's more than just a physical trait, it's a testament to the diversity and as a benign genetic variation, a small but notable reminder of our individuality and you know how much I love that. Polyosis can affect hair on any part of the body, including the scalp, eyebrows, eyelashes, body hair and including pubic hair. It occurs when there is a decrease or absence of melanin in the hair follicles. It can be present from birth or develop later in life and it can occur due to various causes, including genetic conditions, autoimmune disorders, or as a side effect of certain medications or medical treatments. So it can actually um, happen if you take a certain type of medi medication. In some cases, polyosis can also be part of, a, of certain syndromes, such as Wardenberg syndrome or vitiligo. Because of its distinct visual appearance, polyosis has been surrounded by various cultural superstitions and mythological beliefs across different societies and historical periods. The nature of these beliefs often reflect the cultural and historical context of the society in which they arose. This is my favourite part of every episode. Here are a few examples. It can be seen as a sign of wisdom or supernatural ability. In some cultures, white or grey patches of hair, especially if present from a young age, have been seen as a sign of wisdom or spiritual insight. We call them old souls. People with such features might have been regarded as having special knowledge or supernatural abilities. It can be seen as an omen or portent. In certain historical contexts, poliosis could have been interpreted as an omen or a portent, depending on the culture. This could be seen as either a good or bad sign, perhaps indicating a future event or a mark of divine favour or displeasure. Witchcraft and magic. In times and places where witchcraft was part of the cultural belief systems, unusual physical traits, including poliosis, could be associated with witches or magical abilities. It was known as a witch strip. This could lead to both positive and negative perceptions, depending on how witches were viewed in, in society, whether they were villainous or whether they were regarded as healers. And probably with poliosis too, in, in terms of witchcraft and visualising and interpreting those that imagery, um, poliosis is probably the most famous trait that, that witches have, other than the sort of you know, hook nose with warts. Mythical and legendary characters. Some mythologies and folklores include characters who have distinct white or grey hair patches, often linked to their mythical attributes or experiences. These characters could be gods, heroes or mystical beings, and their hair colour might symbolise something significant about their powers or, or their nature. For instance, Dolos, 
The ancient Greek spirit of trickery is sometimes portrayed with polyosis and that indicates his mischievous nature. It's associated with ageing and longevity as well as genetic heritage and ancestry. In some communities where polyosis is more common due to genetic factors, it might be seen as a mark of heritage or lineage, carrying particular social or cultural significance. Polyosis, and I actually had to look some of them up because I thought, oh, I didn't know that about them. And I looked it up and it was true. So Stacey London, the co-host of the popular TV show What Not to Wear, Stacey is known for her signature streak of grey hair, which is a result of polyosis. She's openly embraced that part of her appearance, making it a part of her personal style, which is, you know, a great trait to have if you're a stylist. Then there's Winona Ryder, and she's the one that I was actually surprised about because then I had to look up um, pictures, and it's true. She's, she's, it's only a small patch of polyosis. She's best known for Edward Scissorhands and Stranger Things, but it's very visible in her hairstyles if you look for it. Catherine O'Hara, the Canadian actress known for her roles in movies like Beetlejuice and Home Alone, as well as the TV series Shits Creek. If you have not watched that, please do. Um, she's got a notice, noticeable streak of white in her hair. There's British politicians and brothers David and Ed Miliband. They've got matching polyosis patches like little twins. And Richard Madden, better known as Rob Stark from Game of Thrones. He's got a small polyosis patch. And then blue singer Bonnie Wraith has her signature grey streak, which isn't just style, but actually polyosis. Um, it's also been featured in several movies, often to add a unique visual element to a character or to symbolise certain traits or qualities. The X-Men series, Rogue, played by Anna Paquin, is known for her striking white streak in otherwise brown hair. Um, this is a result of her mutant powers in the story. Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet Street. In this Tim, Tim Burton film, Johnny Depp's character Sweeney Todd has a distinct white streak. Now, in the film, it's actually a result of the character's traumatic experiences, but I've included it because it's a great visual um, representation of polyosis and what it looks like. Um, the Bride of Frankenstein. In this classic horror film, the character of the bride, played by Elsa Lancaster, has an iconic look with a stark white streak in her hair. She's got that real buffant look, uh, buffant hair, the black hair with the white streak going right up the middle. And this look's become a symbol in popular culture for this character and is often imitated in various forms of media and during Halloween. Then there's the Disney classic, 101 Dalmatians, Cruella de Vil, that classic dramatic black and white hairdo um, that's stylized, but it is in fact polyosis. Remember that song from Disney? It goes, Cruella de Vil, Cruella de Vil. If she doesn't scare ya, no evil thing will. <laughs> Cute. I don't know why I sang that. I have to stop singing in these podcasts. I'm sorry, I'm not a singer. Uh, the Munsters, Lily Munster, the matriarch of the family, has a famous strip of polyosis as well. And then speaking about witches earlier, Harry Potter, Bellatrix Lestrange, is classically depicted as a witch with a polyosis streak. Now, polyosis is also sometimes called the Malin Streak due to a popular literary trilogy from the 70s called just that, the Malin Streak. And I think there's a TV series that was also made from it. So sometimes you'll hear the Malin Streak and it's polyosis. It's typically considered a neutral physical trait um, without any direct health benefits or drawbacks. So it's just something that's um, mutationed and, and it's cool. However, there can be some indirect benefits or positive aspects associated with having polyosis, particularly from psychological, social and aesthetic perspectives. It gives you a unique appearance. It's a fashion and style statement. It um, represents uh, awareness. It gives you storytelling and creativity capabilities. It depicts self-acceptance and confidence. And 
you know, reduce hair dyeing. There's cost thing there. For me, the hair dyeing thing is a big thing. I don't have polyosis, but I don't dye my hair because I see an endocrinologist. And he suggested that I stop dyeing my hair and wearing nail polish during my treatment as hair and nails are actually living fibres connected to our lymph nodes and bloodstream. So, you know, keep them healthy. I'm not saying don't dye it and don't... um don't uh, wear nail polish but just be mindful of what you put on your hair and nails that's all <laughs> embracing polyosis is about celebrating the diversity that defines the human experience in a world often preoccupied with conforming to certain beauty standards choosing to accept and take pride in one's natural appearance is an act of self-acceptance and empowerment it challenges conventional notions of beauty and normalcy paving the way for a more inclusive and open-minded perspective on physical appearance Polyosis, in its quiet yet striking way, symbolizes this broader narrative, a narrative where each genetic variation is not a flaw, but a facet of the extraordinary mosaic of humanity. Because remember, you are perfectly imperfect and mutant. Bye!